Hi, this is Coach P. Jim Pusateri, and this podcast is dedicated to helping you build a successful football program. We will cover all facets of building a program. Whether you're looking to become a head coach, or you're in your first year, or even if you're a seasoned veteran, we will share proven information and updates on developing a successful football program for the long haul. This podcast comes out every other Saturday, wherever you can download your podcast, be it on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Shout Engine, or at our podcast home on the internet at CoachPFootball.com. That's CoachPFootball.com. Once again, this is Coach P, and you're listening to Building a Football Program Podcast, and I thank you for downloading this episode number 11, Increasing Participation in Your Program. Yes, increasing participation in your program. I'm just going to hit on, like, you know, there's a zillion things you can do here to increase participation. And unfortunately, as we see throughout the country, participation numbers are going down in our sport. And it's somewhat, uh, you know, alarming or concerning. Um, And and I contend most of it is based on the uh, media's misportrayal of our sport being unsafe, where facts and figures uh, are starting to come out that clearly state that it's probably the safest it's ever been at this time frame, and things are being done every day to improve it, rules, uh, how we tackle, you know, keeping the head out of it, all that type of stuff. Um, Coaches around the country are, are, you know, changing the way they tackle, changing their tackling systems to make the game safer, to help protect the participants even more, and I think the numbers are showing that. Uh, If you really do look at some of these stories, some of the other sports are actually having more injuries, more concussions than our sport. Uh, And I believe football has actually become a lot safer than it's ever been in in its history. So I'm hoping to help increase some of these participation numbers. But it's not just the safety issue. It's not just that, you know, parents and and moms especially are being bombarded with this stuff that, uh, you know, it's going to damage your son's brain and this type of stuff. Um, I also think participation is down, um, one, because of other, a lot more opportunities, a lot more other uh, uh, sports are out there at this time, and um, there's just a lot of other things for these young kids to do, uh, all these video games and things like that is, you know, they don't want to give up their time, they don't want to, you know, commit to to something, I mean, let's, you know, let's, let's, let's hit it on the head, I mean, football is a time-consuming project, uh, and it takes time. It takes time to learn the game. And you're not going to be successful overnight. And in this world of instant gratification, uh, sometimes it's frustrating to be on a football team because it takes years to get up to speed and to get your body ready, your mind ready, um, your talents and your techniques ready to actually perform at a high level in this game. So I've come up with 10 things that, that um, I would like to talk about and how we increase participation uh, you know, I'm at my third or fourth program now, and each place we've gone, we have been able to increase the numbers of participants and, and players coming out for the sport. And we do them through a variety of ways. Uh, today, in this instant gratification society, I mean, some of these things are just fluff that you need to do to get kids interested. And I do believe once you're interested and you come out, you really start to learn the the life values and the team uh, aspect of this game and people fall in love with it and people you know I hear it all the time coach I just wish I would have played one more year coach I wish I would have came out when I was a freshman I'd been so much better when I was a senior 
Coach, uh, I wish I would have listened to you and played. My friends tell me I missed out on a great opportunity. All kinds of things like that. I hear it every day. I really never hear anybody tell me that, uh, Coach, I'm sorry I played football. I mean, I just never hear that. So I, I understand, you know, it's, 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 you need to get them in, though. And, and that's the hardest part, getting them in. So I'm going to go over 10 quick things here on how you, to increase your participation in your program. And the first one I'm going to talk about is relationship. You got to build a relationship with the entire student body. You can't just be, you know, holed up in your weight room and only dealing with your football players because you're never going to get the participation levels out. I mean, I hate to say it, but you're a head football coach, but you got to be a politician in this. You have to get out. You got to shake hands. You got to talk to people. You got to understand what's going on in their life. And, and you got to, you know, build a relationship with them. And, you, and, you know, and two, I would say you just got to keep after it. I mean, the things that we do, I mean, um, you know, let me give you an, uh, an example here. Well, my last, This job that I'm in right now, I'm in my third season here. Uh, when I got here in the summer, I, I was hired um, early July, you know, didn't get approved officially till late July, didn't really get to meet with the kids till late July. And, you know, that first summer, we had one week before practice started. And um, my first day on the job, I walked in the weight room with six kids there, six kids. It's like, oh, my gosh, what did we get into? And then, we, you know, our first season, we came out with 17 kids on the team, 17 strong. We, we you know, we built the numbers up a little bit. Um, but we worked on these 10 things that I'm talking about. And one was this big relationship thing. So you're in the, you're in the school, you teach in the school, hopefully. Um, and if not, then you need to plan some time to spend some time in the school, be it at lunch or whatever, where you can talk to the kids, talk to the athletes, talk to the student body, talk to everybody in the school and build relationships with them. Make them understand that you can be talked to, you can be approached, you care about them. That's the things that build the relationships. You can't go at it as just, hey, do you play football? Why don't you play football? Uh you know, my mom won't let me. Uh, no, I really don't like football. And then you end the relationship right there. It's like, oh, this guy will never play. No, no, no. You need to keep after it. You need to stay on it day after day. Talk to these people. Shake their hands. Find out what's going on in their life. Develop that relationship. They're not going to play for you unless they trust you. They're not going to play for you unless they trust you. You know, and then you have to do other things in the program to to get people to be talking about it, about why do you want to participate in football. you got to have your players who you have, you need to get them ignited and talking to the rest of the people in the school about the values of your program and what's going on in your program. I mean, one of the things we instituted was uh, team dinners on Thursday night. We bring in a guest speaker. We do it in the community, in a restaurant or something, in the community, so we're seen in the community, so people are talking about us. Oh, yeah, the football team was out here. They had, you know, an ex-NFL player talking. These are all things that draw interest to your program. They market your program, and they get people interested in what's actually going on there. Maybe I should check this out. So one of the things we did was a team dinner on Thursday night. And, yeah, it costs a little bit of money. I mean, it does. You know, it costs us 350 bucks, 400 bucks a crack. But it's worth it as you, can, as you get your participation numbers up. You keep doing that. Now, we also have a team dinner before the games also where we we meet right across the street in the building and uh, we, we bring in a dinner because 
Um, you know, we play at 7 o'clock at night school. That's out at 245. It's a lot of time in between. Um, our kids come from a lot of different places, so they're not you know, like walking distance to the school. So it's kind of hard to send them home and get them back with rides and all that type of stuff. So we just keep them there. And, you know, we do certain things there. So I think team dinners are very important for a lot of areas of your program, building this participation, building the spirit of your program, building relationships in the community. All of that stuff happens from them team dinners, and people are talking about them all the time. Other things we do is, is these team building events. I mean, we take team trips. You know, we we do a laser tag. We go to uh, Wakiva Springs here in Florida. Uh, we have team picnics, uh, bowling in the um, in the summer, things of that nature. These are things that the kids will talk about, the players will talk about. Not only just the football players, though, you know, their girlfriends will talk to their girlfriends, and it'll be spread throughout the school what's going on in football. And it's all drawing interest and attention to your program. And if you're working the relationships, sooner or later, if you keep after it. Now, I've got kids who told me no 10,000 times. And I just kept building that relationship. We kept building that relationship. Kept saying, boy, I think you should play football. Man, I think you should play football. These are the benefits. This is what could happen. Here's some more opportunities. All of that type of stuff. And, hey, I've got kids coming out who, you know, I talked to my first year there who I never thought would play. But they're there now. So, you know, we went from 6 in the weight room to 17 our first year to 26 or 28 players our second year. We hit an all-time high this year. We had 44 at one time. We left spring practice with uh, 33 players. So our participation numbers are going up. And they may not sound huge to you, but we're at a very small school. I mean, we've got like 610 kids in our high school, I think. So, man, it's boys and girls. So our participation numbers, I mean, I've got, I've got numbers. We've got, we're a 3A program in our state. Our state is 1A through 9, uh, 8A, and 8A is the, you know, the biggest enrollment schools. I've got schools that are like 5A schools that, that, you know, they're out there in spring football with 18 guys. We got 33 at a small school. And it's because I believe we do these things to increase our participation in our program. And now understand, you're going to get a lot of guys who come out there for some of these other things. They're not really going to—they're not really football players, but they help you practice, they help you fundraise, and if you're doing your job, you're actually making them better each and every year. And if you get them early enough, by the time they're juniors and seniors, they'll contribute to your program. They will. I'm telling you, they will. But you need to get them young, and that's been one of the problems at our school. Is—is is we, you know, we came in, we're only here three years, so. You know, we got a lot of players who came out when they were juniors, seniors. You know, and I hate to say it's too late, but by the time you get up to speed with this game, especially if you've never played it, and it takes a couple of years. It really does. And, you know, you got to stick with it. So, so relationship building, keeping after it, be persistent, team dinners, team trips, which, you know, we use as team building events, uniforms, another big one. You know, you got to have nice uniforms. I mean, I'm sorry. You know, it, they cost a little bit extra money to go out and get your Under Armour, your Nike, you know, your 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 name brand uniforms. You know, it may cost you like $8,000 to get, a, you know, a set of jerseys and pants. But it's one of the biggest things today's youth talk about is the uniforms. Oh, man, we got brand new uniforms, Nike uniforms. They're nice. They're fancy. Hey, if this fills the jerseys, it's worth the investment. Hear me out on that, administrators. I understand it's big money to replace uniforms. But if you're going to get your participation numbers up, isn't that what the program's all about anyway? 
giving these kids an opportunity, academics, athletics. That's what this is all about. So I, I have found that uniforms is a, is a key one in today's generation. Uh, it's all about the flash, you know, and then the other part of that would be um, like your helmets. You know, we came in, we made our helmets a two-toned helmet, you know, put the stickers on them, that type of stuff. Kids love that stuff. The kids love that stuff. Plus, on Friday night, the other students are seeing that stuff. They like this stuff. They like the uniforms. Oh, it's flashy. And you get inquiries. You get people who want to play. Hey, if they start with you just for the uniform, you know, you, you know, maybe they're not totally committed to football or whatever. It's your job. It's your job to get them up to speed and get them committed. You've got the participation. You've got the opportunity. Now mold them and make them uh participation or make them a contributor to your program so <clears throat> uniforms helmets spirit wear you know t-shirts shorts jackets them type of things kids all love them kids all want them i mean hey sometimes you don't have the budget but what i found out in my school is you know hey offer them up where they can buy them and they all buy them they all want and this is twofold now now the name of your program is out there in the school it's out there in the community it's being spread People say, man, it's a sharp jacket. Yeah, well, you got to be on a football team to get one. I mean, it's all that type of stuff that helps build this participation. Even if it's one player gets, if, if, let's just say one T-shirt gets one player. You think it's worth the 10 bucks for the T-shirt? Why, sure it is. Sure it is. So we do we do 700-pound, 800-pound, 1,000-pound weightlifting shirts. And, and the kids, you know, they all want to get one of these shirts. So they're in that weight room. They're dedicated to the weight room. It's a combined uh, combined pounds of three lifts. And that's how you get one of them shirts. We keep total boards up. Total boards with your name on it. Kids want to get on the board. Kids want to do, you know, it, it's all them things that are being seen as creating something special to come out for football. And that's what you're after, creating something special, Okay. Now, one of the bigger fights you're going to have is if you've got coaches in your building who don't believe in this, you know, playing two sports. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. I mean, uh, you know, I contend that they really shouldn't be coaches if they're that selfish. But, I mean, to me, in a small school, you have to share athletes. You know, I understand you got off-season programs, this and that. But, hey, work it out. We do in our football program. We work it out. I'm never going to put another program uh, as a dividing line to our kids. I don't want our kids to have to make the choice. If I have to bend, I will bend so they can play the second sport. Now I got, you know, we get some coaches who, you know, don't want to do that on their side though. It's okay if we do it, but on their side, they don't want to do it. Now that's a whole different project and that's a whole different story. That's a whole different podcast. But, you know, I firmly, firmly believe that there's a benefit to playing more than one sport great benefits. I think it's almost a must. And, you know, I, I tell my kids all the time, you know, you know, the weight room's there in the off season. If you're playing another sport, obviously you're dedicated to that sport. We're not going to hold that against you. And, and uh, in the summer, we'll work around some of your summer programs as long as you're giving us some time in the weight room, that type of thing. Um, like Again, I believe there's value in playing additional sports. I believe it helps you on the injury side. I believe it helps you on the mental side. And then we're all key points, especially in a football program. So, uniforms, helmets, spirit wear. Hey, social media recognize it. You know, put put stuff out on social media. You know, 
put posts out there about your kids having fun at the, you know, the bowling, the Wakaiva Springs, the picnic, um, you know, in the locker room, in the weight room, put all that stuff on social media so people can see it. People can feel the excitement and that's how they become, now they want to become part of it. It's all part of this process. So, you know, if you're a head football coach, you've got to be constantly marketing your program each and every day, every minute. You've got to be thinking about something that's going to market your or promote your program, be it in the school, be it on, in the uh, program itself, in the community. you always got to be marketing your program. So there are eight tips I gave you right there. Relationships, keeping after it, being persistent, team dinners, team trips, uniforms, helmets, spirit wear, social media postings, and the ninth one to me is a parents meeting. And this is a key because this is who you need to sell your program to. This is the people you need out in the community talking about your program so the uh, parents who are out there that are skeptical of letting their sons play because of injury and this and that, you got to use your parents to get out there and talk to these other adults. So you got at these parents' meetings, you got to stress on the safety of the sport, what you're doing to make the sport safe, the things that you're doing within your program. Your coaches are going and, and learning in the off season, improving, um, improving the safety of this game. You got to stress that in your parents' meetings so they can go out in the community and say, you know, it's not really like everybody thinks it is. It's not that dangerous. It's not, you know, they're doing this, 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 and that to provide the safety for the players. And then you got to talk about the life skills that they're gaining from this football program, skills that will last them for the rest of their life, you know, team building, leadership, character, them types of things. you got to talk about them. you got to talk about how you stress academics, which is key in our program. You talk about your, um, your uh, educational uh, policy, you know, how you stress grades, and you, you, you get them to understand that we always talk about grades because to us, if you want to go to college, if you want to play football in college, your GPA is more important than how much you can lift, is more important than how many touchdowns you scored. It's your GPA that will get you the opportunity at the next level. People ask me all the time, Coach, how can I improve uh, and get a chance for a scholarship? It's simple. Do your job in the classroom. Get a 4.0 academic scholarship. That's what you need to do right there. 4.0, simplest way to it. Simplest way to it. The rest will take care of itself. So you got to stress this. you got to stress that the football program offers discipline. And a lot of kids need discipline in their life these days. They really, really do. And you got to stress this to the administration, that your program is reducing school discipline because they're required to follow a set of rules and a team, team motto and um, what's best for the team. It's not just about me type of thing. It helps with school discipline. So you sell that to your administrators. You sell that to your parents. That's number nine. Now you got a whole nother group of people out talking to people that you may never, ever get to. Moms that, you know, they're having coffee together. They're standing on the corner on the bus stop, whatever it is. And they're talking about your program because you did all of these things and you've got it out in the community. And sooner or later, you break down the barriers and they give it a chance. And that's all we're asking for. We're asking for, give us a chance. If it's not for your son, if it's not for your family, as long as you complete, finish what you started, you know, we, we don't, we don't, you know, uh, whatever, we don't, we don't come against you for walking away at that point. 
Okay, you gave it your effort. You gave it your try. Hey, I understand the game's not for everybody. I get it. What I don't like is if you start and quit midstream. Give it the full season. Give it the full effect. Give it that one year and absorb everything about the program because there's something in the football program for everyone, something for everyone, which brings me to number 10, which is school spirit. You need to get people involved in the school in your program. We have an elaborate system of team managers, which is our football operations staff. Uh, we don't call them water girls. We call them team managers because they do so much more. They're involved in so much more, setting up practices, uh, providing water, uh, uniform turnout, all that type of stuff. They're involved in the operations part of our football program, videotaping, um, you know, posting on social media. We get people involved, statistics. We get people involved from the school students that aren't even on the team. They now become part of your program, and again, they're out there talking to the students in the school, how, oh, how cool this football is, this and that, boom, boom, boom. And hey, you can get them type of people, football operations people, you can get them opportunities in college also. So it's a growing thing out there. So all these things, I know I've gone on and on and on, but all these things work together in increasing participation in your program. And you need to have a plan, and you need to work the plan, and you need to stick with it. And understand it's not going to happen overnight. It's one kid at a time. That's what you got to understand. It's one kid at a time. You can go from 6 to 44 because we've done it. And we know you can do it. But you got to work these things. you got to keep going. Hey, this is Coach P. And if you got any questions at all about the stuff that we're discussing here on how to build these programs, please drop me an email at coachjrp at gmail.com. It's coachjrp at gmail.com. I want to hear from you. I want to answer your questions. I want to help you build your football program. Coaches, if you're out there listening, this is what I love to do, okay? I've taken over some really, really down programs. Um, I don't want to say I don't care about the wins and the losses because that's why we play the game, and I do. But I don't let the wins and losses um, define me. I understand that I'm doing things that are way beyond wins and losses. These relationships with these kids, these opportunities we're creating for these kids, building the character and the life skills is more important to me than the wins and the losses. And hey, I know it. I take over some programs that, you know, it's going to take. It, it doesn't happen overnight. It takes three to six years to build these things. And you're going to suffer some bad seasons and your record's going to look like it. And the sad part is when you go to look for opportunity, unfortunately, administrators don't understand the whole other part of it. They just look at what they can throw in the newspaper and say, well, this guy won here. This guy was on this winning program. This guy was here. May not know how to coach at all. May not understand the scope that goes into coaching. It ain't just about the X's and O's in the Friday night. There's so much more, especially if you're the head coach. There is so much more to the administration side of this program and the vision that you need to build this program and to make it successful. And I contend eventually the wins and the wins will come. A lot of people can't hold on that long. A lot of administrators can't hold on that long. And um, coaches, I'm telling you to hold on and work these things and build your program, and you will see success, even if it's not on Friday night in the wins. The success will be in your heart. The success will be there 10, 20 years from now when these players come back and tell you the impact you made on their life. 
That's your success, coaches. Don't let anybody get on you about wins and losses. They're all going to complain about them no matter what. Hey, you can win the state championship one year and get fired the next year. That's just this game. We understand that that's his coaching game. Always concentrate on the big picture, and that's the players, and that's the relationships, and that's the opportunities, and that's the life skills that make these successful citizens in our society, and I believe that's what football is all about. That's what football is all about. If you like additional resources, review our website, coachpfootball.com. We have additional resources up there, everything you need for building a successful program, improving your coaching knowledge, playbooks, drills, videos, practice scripts, organizational forms, and more. We're adding to it. We're going to add to it a lot more this summer. We're going to put some things out there. If there's something you want to know about, please, again, drop me that email uh, at coachjrp at gmail.com. Tell me what it is you need, how I can help you. I'd be glad to help you. I'm open to everybody. Um, you know, I want to help you. Uh, develop and become a better coach so you can build the numbers in your program so we can keep football the valuable part because I almost believe we're the last defense in this country. We are it. We are the last ones who are building this team, this leadership, this character, this discipline, this work ethic. We are the last ones. We need to protect our game. We really, really do. I want to know, coaches, what topics would you like to hear more about? Email me your request at coachjrp at gmail.com. If you have a question, you're struggling with something in your program, reach out to us today. We want to help. It's coachjrp at gmail.com, coachjrp at gmail.com. You can follow us on social media. Go to our website. Click on your favorite social media icon to follow us. Our website is coachpfootball.com, coachpfootball.com. We are on Twitter at Coach JRP, Twitter, at Coach JRP. Same thing on Facebook, at Coach JRP. You can find me, Coach P. Jim Pusateri, on LinkedIn and uh, on Pinterest. And we're also on Instagram. That's Coach Jim Pusateri. Folks, we are trying to put this podcast out to help football programs grow. Um, costs a little bit of money to do it. If you're interested, if you got a few extra bucks, we're just looking for donations, even if it's as little as a dollar a month. It will help. It will go a long way to keeping this positive information flowing to the masses. In the show notes or on our website, there's a link to a tip jar. You go there. You can leave us a donation. We very much appreciate them. Uh, we want to keep this thing going, keep it going to the masses, keep doing what we're doing out here. Um, I also have another podcast. If you're interested, it's called the Good Morning Minute of Inspiration podcast. It comes out every day. It's a quick 10, 15, 20-minute podcast. And we basically elaborate on a quote of the day and discuss it in a positive light and how to become successful and how to build mental toughness. So it's a good morning minute of inspiration. Again, you can reach us at our website, coachpfootball.com, coachpfootball.com. Coaches, I want you to have a great day out there. I want you to think about all the things we just talked about, about building the numbers in your program and getting your program up. Hey, go out there, have a great day, and coach them up. This is Coach P. Until next time, I'm out.